Hello, and welcome to the Bamboo Lab Podcast with your host, Peak Performance Coach, Brian Bosley. Are you stuck on the hamster wheel of life, spinning and spinning, but not really moving forward? Are you ready to jump off and soar? Are you finally ready to sculpt your life? If so, you've landed in the right place. This podcast is created and broadcast just for you, all of you strivers, thrivers, and survivors out there. If you'd like to learn more about Brian and the Bamboo Lab, feel free to reach out to explore your true peak level at www.bamboolab3.com. My brother. (laughs) Hey, buddy, man, it's so good to have you back on here today. Man, I am so glad to be back. Be you know what? We are brothers from another brother, and uh, I always enjoy our talks together. Uh, well, so folks, to let you know, we have Gino Lechuga back. I know Gino was in the forefront of the podcast. Uh, he was episode number 25. We recorded back on June 28th of 2022, and it's called The Human Brain Can Accomplish Anything. And Gino and I have this, we've, ne- we've met one time, right, Gino? In, ter- uh, in person. In person one time, yeah. Yeah. Right. And that was what, like maybe four years ago? You know what? Yeah, it was uh, four and a half years ago, B. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. And we met at the John Ball Zoo in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> That's where that event was held, you know. That was at the John Ball Zoo. Well, yeah, we had our sales meeting there. You came in, crushed it for us. And uh, you know what? We just, you and I knew that... Uh, we're going to have a lot more history besides that day. And, you know, you fast forward four and a half years ago and uh, here we are today. So that was, that was quite the day, my brother. It was, man. And so folks uh, out there, Gino and I talk on the phone, hey, Gino, probably once a month, we spend a half hour on the phone and we talk about, about just about every subject there is from health to fitness, to politics, to business, to sales, to leadership, to, you know, personal development. I mean, and I thought, let's get him back on here because there's no reason why people aren't. Every one of our our, our talks should be should be recorded. Really, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe a few things can be kept out, but I could edit them. The occasional f bomb here. Yeah, we could do that on air too. I mean, I've had a lot of people swear on here, but so I, you know, I so, so we were Gino and I were talking last week, everybody, and I said, hey, buddy, when you come back, let's do another show. And I was really surprised. Hey, Gino's a, he's really busy at work and with his family and everything. And uh, he said, yeah. So then I think it was what, maybe Friday I texted you, let's do it next week. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. So here we are. This is officially the latest I've ever done a podcast at 530 on a Thursday evening. And my bedtime is normally eight o'clock. So I just, <laughs> I called my mom like an hour ago. She says, what are you doing? And I said, I'm making coffee. She goes, what? And I'm like, I had to have a cup of coffee before I got on. So. You know what, B, I, we do talk once a month and I got to say, I, I just, I really look forward to our calls and I know you and I ping pong times back and forth until something works out. And sometimes we, you know, we miss it by a week or two, but I am always so grateful for our conversations because it's, you know, it's not every day that, that you get to talk to somebody that, um, really gives you energy. You know, and, and you're you're one of those guys for me, brother. So I just want to say thank you for being that guy for me and uh, for always just being there regardless. It's just, it's a, it's, 
it's a blessing. It's a bright spot on my day to to just be with you, man. No, uh, I think the same way, buddy. I mean, I, I I think I've told you before. I have a select group of people around the country that I consider my brothers, and when I talk to them, I call them brothers. And you are one of those uh, those people. I think I probably have about eight people that I that I would really say are brothers, even though you have met once and another guy uh, who I've talked about a lot on here, Dave Dick out of Dallas, Texas. I've met him one time in 17 years or 18. I don't know. We've known each other for a long time. And the same thing, you know, every time we talk, it's brother. Hey, I love you, man. You know, get the, I like getting texts from you saying, Hey, have a great day, brother. I love you. And that's just the kind of stuff that feeds my soul. And I was thinking, do you remember back? I don't know when it was, maybe a year ago. I sent you a pic. I, I think I had just lifted or something and I sent you a pic and I felt really buff and I'm like, dude, I'm yeah, fucking, I'm cutting, man. I'm like, I'm really fucking cutting. Then you sent me a picture of you. And I'm like, you fuck. You got these, <laughs> these abs. You got, it looks like it come out of a magazine. I'm like, Jesus. And that, that might've been before I had you on the podcast. Cause then you came on the podcast and here's the, I've, I've heard this from so many listeners that Gino dude actually eats oranges without peeling them. He eats them like an apple. I'm like, yeah, that's the real deal. And yeah. I'm like, everybody's like that. Dave Dick has said that dude is next level, man. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I do a lot of weird stuff. Right? My neighbors are all, they constantly look outside at me, especially in the winter when, you know, and we'll get into this probably, but, you know, as I, as it's cold outside, but but you got to get that sun on, on your body. And so, you know, they, they look over, they're like, who is bald dude that sits outside without a shirt and 32 32 degree weather (laughs) who is that guy you know but yeah i do a lot of weird stuff Uh, that's my brother that's who that is because you know (laughs) you you know i and that's i think that's a really good topic because i you know a lot of our listeners now just to let you know you know uh you are episode 112 you were 25 now we're doing 112 and as of yesterday we have subscribers in 67 in 67 different countries and uh, in 1,972 cities, I'm way, I'm trying to get to 2,000. I'm going to celebrate when I hit 2,000 cities. So I know we have people around the world, so not everybody faces what a lot of us are facing in at least in the northern hemisphere, which is kind of the winter blues. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's dark. It's we don't, especially here in Michigan. You know, and we do have a lot of subscribers in in, in Michigan. We don't we don't get a lot of sunlight this time of year. It's harder to get out. You know, it's it's cold in the northern hemisphere. Days are shorter. It just, it, it can be a depressing time. And every time I talk to you, it's like a shot of B12. I get off the phone. I want to put my head through a brick wall. And so I'm like, man, I got to talk because everybody has goals. They set this time of year. They have New Year's resolutions. And then we, we start off so strong and motivated. You know, it's like that racehorse out of the gate. Then we start to, you know, kind of fizzle out a little bit. The the days get just, they wear on us. And you always seem to have that level of physical and mental energy. And that's really one I thought, let's talk about that. Because I think there's a lot of people out there who could use this right now. And really no matter where you live. But, you know, primarily if you're feeling any kind of, kind of in a doldrum right now, you're feeling a little mellow, melancholy. So let's just talk about that. Like, I, like for you... You know, if you could think of what are some things you do, Gino, to number one, to keep your body energized, uh, what are some unique things you do or whatever? Just share with us, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you asking. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give you credit real quick. I mean, 112 episodes be, that's, that's no joke. 2000 cities. You're almost at. Um, congratulations, man. I've, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, especially when you first started off and then to the middle 
until now. And it's, it's just amazing what you've done and, and just the guests, man, that you've brought on this show is incredible. So I'm humbled. I am so humbled and honored to be here with you. And uh, thanks for having me a second time around. And then, you know, next, I do want to say, you know, having this much energy sometimes is not easy, brother. <laughs> so, yeah, especially if you're not a morning person, right? Because you and I, I think, are, are very alike. We're very, we're morning people. And so, for example, my family, not, not one of them is a morning person. Okay. So when they get up and I've been up for two hours and, and they get up at seven 30 and, you know, I'm bouncing off the wall. They just want to, they even tell me this, that chill, bro, it's seven 30, you know, and I can't help it myself. So like sometimes I go from a 10 and I got to really, really try to bring myself to that seven, you know, just, uh, just so my family doesn't kick me out of the house. So, so it's not easy all the time. It's not easy on our loved ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, you know, I do want to give credit before I get into this. You know, my grandpa was, um, was a big driver behind what I do now to keep my body and my mind healthy. My grandpa, my wife, Caitlin, dude, she's been awesome with it. Uh, a couple people to mention as well. I, I know I'm going to miss some people, but just to give credit to them, um, Ben Greenfield, Gary Brecka, um, Andrew Huberman, Peter Atia, Barbara O'Neill. I mean, the list goes on, but those are some of the main folks too that I've, I've adapted some of their stuff. And now I'm not a doctor by any means, um, but I've listened to these well-qualified people and implemented, you know, my version, um, of, of what they say to do for your body. And so some of these routines might not be exact science that, that they preach. Um, but I played around with a lot of them. It's taken me trials and errors and I've just found uh, you know, ways for my body to, to adapt to what they're saying. And, and that's what I'll share with you. Um, so really my goal, Brian, is just to connect with your listeners, man, and, and give them, you know, one or two things, one or two nuggets that they could take away from this and maybe apply it to their own life. And maybe they'll be like, you know what, that Gino, he's right. I, he's not the craziest dude in the world. I, I, I believe what he's saying. I'm going to try it. So <laughs> Um, you know, I, I would say it, it, it goes down to the, the mind and then the body. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with the mind. Okay. And, and I'm going to give you three things that are really easy, that are free to do completely free. Um, but before that, I'm going to show you my foundation. Okay. So that to, to all the points that I give you when it comes to mind and body, there's going to be a foundation and for mine, for the, for the mind is my family. Okay. So, you know, first and foremost, I want to serve my family to better them in some way or another. So there's three of them. There's my wife, Caitlin, my son, Dante, and my daughter, Ava. And for, for all three, it, it actually, I, I got kind of lucky. It's quality time that that's what they want. Right. And so, uh, so my wife wants quality time with me and, and that was pretty easy. You know, I'd take her on a date and, and hold her hand and treat her like a lady. That's real easy. My son is also very easy. He's an athlete. He's a, he's a high level basketball player. So if I, him and I can get on the court together, um, that's building that foundation I'm going to talk about. And then my daughter is also an athlete, but she's a dancer. Now that doesn't come very natural to me, the dancing side. 
but man, I try my butt off to, uh, to be there for, uh, you know, there was one time she was learning her back handspring and she's like, dad, please, man, just, just show me how to do it. Like, just, you just got to do it for me and then I'll, I'll do it. And it took my whole courage. I hadn't done a back handspring in years, but man, I did it. About <laughs> <laughs> killed myself, but I did it. But you know, that's, so that's the foundation. Okay. So for me personally, I have to fa- find a foundation and then I can kind of break it up. So my family being my foundation. And so here's the three things when it comes to mind anyways. Um, the first one is meditation and prayer, man. Every morning um, after my workout, which I'll get into, I go into prayer and meditation. Now, now some people think well, meditation is, you know, you sit with your legs crossed and, you know, you throw your hands in there and you hum and stuff. But that's not really what I'm talking about. Really, it's, it's really just head down time. Quiet time where you turn off everything. And you sit there with your own thoughts. And sometimes, man, sometimes you might think of 10 things, right? Sometimes you might think of 10 things that you just want to sit there and think about. And other times you might not think about anything. You might just sit there in silence for three minutes and that's okay too. But I do think that people that are busy like us, that are professionals, it's very important to have that time to yourself and just to take a moment and really just be in your own thoughts, man. So, and, and to go along with that, I do pray. So, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll pray for, for, um, I really don't, I don't really pray for uh, many things, but, but just blessings. So I, I feel like on a daily basis, I'm given crazy amounts of blessings that I, I just got to think our Lord say before. So that, that would be the first thing. Any questions on that beat? Yeah. Um, so when you're doing this, do you, do you just, you're by yourself. Is it, do you close your eyes? I mean, is it in the dark or is it just, and how long do you normally do something like that? Yeah. Great question, man. So for my meditation portion or head down time, I can call it, um, that's usually a three minute thing, three to four minute. Now, if I feel like I need to sit there longer than three to four minutes, um, I'll do that. Right. But I, it really doesn't go any, any longer than six, seven minutes. Okay. Um, and man, I'm just sitting, it's after my workout. So, you know, I'm, um, my body is, is feeling good. Um, I got those positives, positive endorphins going and I just sit there and I, I don't, I don't think about anything until that thought pops into my head. Then I start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking if, if it's an issue, for example, how do I overcome that issue? Um, I always think, think myself for you know, for being in that spot that, that I can have that issue because man, issues, issues create strength. So I, I appreciate them. Right. So that would be the first thing right there. That's a great one. The, then, yeah, it's, I like the fact that you do it after you work out too, because when you do, after you work out, you just have that natural high going anyway, and you have more confidence, your body's more relaxed. I think that's a really good, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, it's 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 an essential part of my day. Being, um, you know, you can get through a lot of things just by thinking about it on your own. And um, some people, you know what? Some people will go for walks and meditate. So you don't have to sit there. I mean, you could be doing anything um, and meditate. So it, that's just how I do it. Okay. All right, I like that. That's a good one. The, um, that's an easy one. The second one. 
it's an easy one. And, and I, everything I'm going to give you is completely free and it's easy, I think. Um, the second one is self-positive talk. So it's really to call yourself a dummy or to, you know, downgrade your abilities or your talents. Um, it's, it's very easy to do that. Um, we make mistakes on an hourly basis. Okay. That's just how we were built. So if you're constantly, um, downgrading or, or having negative self-talk, it's going to reflect poorly on you as a human, as you as a father, as you as a community member, a husband, whatever. So anytime you can give yourself positive talk, man, um, that's, that's what you're looking for. And, you know, it can be whatever. I mean, you, you, you make a good workout happen. I, I, I make it a point to tell myself, nice work, nice, good workout, good workout or good set, great set. You know what I mean? Or if I'm talking to one of my people on the phone and we have a great chat, I'll let myself know, man, that was a good chat, you know, keep that up type of thing. So self-talk is, is so important. And, um, especially in young people, um, you know, I sh- my, my son, he, uh, he's a shooter. He's, he's, a he's a good basketball player and he's a great shooter, but sometimes you go in a slump as a shooter and in, in any circumstance with a good shooter, you have to talk your way out of that slump. And I, I asked him, um, in the summer, cause he was in a, a shooting slump and I said, Hey, how is your self-talk? And he goes, not good. And I said, okay. Well, that's easy. Let's start working on that, you know? And so him and I go shoot. And if he would miss, I'd be like, hey, that's a good miss. And you know what? That's good. That's good. That's good arm. That's good leg work, you know? So, like, just having that reassurance could completely change an outcome of an issue. Do you know, one of the things that I've learned, I don't know if you ever listened to Mel Robbins' podcast, fantastic podcast for anybody out there. Mel Robbins um, is a, is a, writer, speaker, thought leader, podcaster. Uh, I believe she's a number one female speaker in the world or at least in the country right now. Wow. She talked in a specific episode I listened to, I don't know, nine, 10 months ago about high-fiving yourself in the mirror every morning. Mm. And yeah. the research shows, you know, when you high-five somebody after a game or something, it's always a sign of, you know, you've done something really well. There's a, there's an explosion of, 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 of uh, celebration with that. And she was talking on there about her husband who then came on the, he came in the bedroom in her podcast room and just started crying, talking about how just that simple act of him high-fiving the mirror every day um, was a great way to set the, the day off by giving yourself kudos. I've been doing it now since I, I mean, I go, I brush my teeth. I, as soon as I get up, I high-five the mirror. Look yourself in the eye and high-five it. You don't even have to say anything. It's just a quick little thing. And it's the same thing. You're, you're telling yourself, hey, good job. You haven't done anything yet, but good job. And that does bring, it carries you forward for a little bit during the day. 100%. And, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even articulate on that a little bit shorter. I would say when you go to bed, give yourself a high five too. Amen. You know, laying in bed, man, one of the, one of the most rewarding things, it's easy to think about the negative things that happened that day. But if you think about the positive things and let that be the last thing that goes through your mind that you put the pillow, um, you're, you're going to wake up a different person if you if you practice that over and over and over again. I promise that will change you. I think you're right. I think I'm going to start doing that. I've been waking up at like, I call it the 3 a.m. terror hour. Mm-hmm. I've been waking up like at between 1 and 3 in the morning for the last three or four months. 
not every night, but probably three nights a week. And I just sit there and my mind is just going through this crazy stuff, worry and fret and scared. And it's the weirdest thing. And uh, I get up in the morning, I write it down, you know, here's what I've thought about. And then that tends to help. I haven't had it in the last week or two, but I think that might be part of it. I, you know, I go to bed sometimes a little stressed out, little anxieties, a little high, just throw myself a little high five, say, Hey, you've done a good job today. No rest. 100%. And, and maybe as we go through this a little bit, uh, my wife has the same thing. Actually, she, she'll wake up a lot of times in the middle of the night and, uh, when she puts some of these things into practice and we'll get into a few more things, but, um, it can really change that, you know, so, so self-talk, right. That can go into telling yourself that you're not going to wake up during the night. Um, when I travel overseas, I will tell myself, okay, you're going to go to bed at 10 tonight and you're going to wake up tomorrow. And, and even though I'm on eight hour time difference, right. You're going to wake up tomorrow at five 30, just like you do every other day. And no kidding, man, you, if you truly believe that in your mind, it'll happen. It'll completely happen. So, um, a lot of people will say, man, how do you, how do you put in on these different time zones and how do you get up at the same time? And I said, I just tell myself that's what I'm going to do. You know, you do that because you're my brother, man. You're my brother. Right. Gino. <laughs> you are a next level, man. <laughs> I appreciate you, Pete. No, it's, it's, um. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's it's like a muscle, right? You just kind of keep working it, working it, working it. All of a sudden, it's muscle memory, and now you're just you're doing it all the time, and you don't even know it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, uh, go ahead. The third one, man, is is a big one. Okay, so um, I, I'm gonna tell you what it is, and I'll explain. So, love in my heart. Okay, so love. You know, like the like the Bible would say, love your neighbor, right? So I love to put that in practice. So loving your family is an easy one, right? You see them daily; it's easy to give them love. But then, how do you how do you love others? Mm-hmm. And how I do it, my brothers, is I just give back. So I've been given so many opportunities in this world by really good people, and if I didn't give back. Um, I don't think I would be doing that justice. Okay. So, so I try to give back wherever I can. So I'll give you an example. Um, eight years ago, my family and I developed a sports camp for underprivileged children. And this, the camp is designed to be free, completely free with some of the top coaches in the area. And really this just started off as a conversation at my dinner table with my kids and my wife. And, you know, you fast forward eight years later, there's 350 kids that show up for this thing, man. And um, one year, we live probably about 20 minutes from Colorado University, CU Buffaloes. Um, The CU Buffaloes football coach called me. I was mowing the lawn, actually. He called me and he's like, hey, Coach Gino? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, "Uh, you know, this is Coach McGuire over at, um, no, I'm sorry, Coach Mack. He said, this is Coach Mack. Over at uh, CU Buffalo's football, how you doing today? And I said, "Are you huh. serious?" All kinds of was messing with me, you know. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I, and so I'd, I'd love to come and, and be a speaker for your camp. And and so we get people like this to come to the camp and work with the kids. And and you know that right there, be is a is a big, big, big energizer for my brain. That's beautiful. 
You know, it's so amazing, Gino, when I talk to people like you, and I'm thinking of another guy, Derek Kenny, who's a friend of mine. Again, never met the guy, but he's been on the podcast twice, and we get we have a, we text back and forth. Uh, he's done. He's an incredibly successful man. Um, not only his book, his, his his business, plus he's on Fox, CNN. He's always on the news. He started a process called um, Simple Teen Success. It's a program that teaches young kids how to uh, start life. You know, as teenagers, how do you build your life? You know, your how do you handle money? How do you uh, you know develop leadership skills? How do you develop self confidence? It's always these people who have this abundance of energy like you and like Derek, who you just can't hold it in. You, you know, you, you got to give it out to other people because there's too much in just for you and just for your family. There's, you know, God blessed you with this abundant amount of energy and, and passion that it's, it's, too, uh, it's too large to hold for just a small group of people. And I love to see, and a lot of people do hold it in. They hold it in in a selfish, greedy manner. You expand that out, brother. And I love that about you. I love that. I mean, the, I the, le- that. the legacy you're leaving when you do shit like that it's, 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 you can't even, it's not counter. It's not countable. I sound real smart. It's not very countable. You know, it's, it's, it's you know what I mean? It's just, it's beyond weird stuff all the time too, bro. I know. That's, that's okay. Yeah, I, I, I know. I don't let, I, that's why I don't edit my podcast. I just let it go. <laughs> I appreciate that you said it again, though. Um, it's not the easiest thing to be, to be energized. Right? So I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story with that camp, actually. So we're sitting around the table. Um, my kids, they, they know about the background I come from. So they're, they're like, Hey dad, you know, how can we help kids like you who couldn't afford a sports camp and, and this and that? And how, how can we do something like that? So that's where it started off. And then it's, and then it kind of transformed into conversations with local businesses in the area, uh, my local church. And so I had this meeting with, with the local church, uh, eight years ago, I was sitting down and, you know, I just, I made these plans to put this thing together. I, I made it happen at that meeting and I come home and my wife's like, Hey, babe, where, where are you been? You know, and I'm like, Hey, I got some good news, you know? And then she's like, Oh God, you know, what did you do? And I said, babe. You're going to be the camp director, and she's like, "Wait, what?" You know, she goes, "We just literally like had a conversation, just a just a you know a simple conversation." So we're actually doing this, you know? Yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. It's going to be off the chain, you know. She's she's just like, "Oh my god, what are you doing to me?" You know, <laughs> but yeah, but it's fun, you know. And then it does fill me up. It does energize me to do those types of things. And um, I, I am very blessed because in the end. My wife and my family support my crazy lunatic ideas all the time. Well, I think what you're teaching Dante and Ava too is is one of the most um, immeasurable uh, treasures you can you can teach them. Is that you know we're 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 put on this earth not just to benefit ourselves but to benefit others, and those people yeah. turn on to benefit more people. You know, I think um, if there are people out there listening saying, "Oh man, I love what Gino's doing. I don't have the resources or the knowledge or the." or the opportunity right now to start something like that. But here's what you can do. You can just practice random acts of kindness to people. You know, it's, it, and you know, one of the things that I, that has helped me so much lately, I put a goal in place about a year ago to practice three random acts of kindness a week. And it could just be holding a door for somebody, you know, commenting on someone's, uh, you know, hair, you know, or, or making sure I call the clerk at the gas station by their name and saying, have a great day. I appreciate you. Then I went up to seven times a week and I'm just practice seven a week. And what I find 
And I actually track it. I'm a nerd. I track shit like that. And I make sure I count seven because it's one of the 32 things I have to do every week as a person to continue to grow. And that's one of them. And, but when I, when I try to track seven, I always find that I'm, I get to seven, like by Wednesday and now it's just habitual. So every time I go into a store, I'm like, Hey, like today I was in the store and there was a lady, I had a bunch of stuff and there's a lady behind me, an older lady with one thing. And I pushed my stuff aside, said, let, you know, let her go first. And I've paid for people's groceries behind, you know, were in line with me before, like a mother who was one time, she was just rushed and she was, I could tell she had kids in her car going to school and it was a beat up old minivan. And she had like, I was ahead of her and she had like snacks, must have been kids lunch at the gas station. And I'm like, you could tell she was frazzled. She had uh, sweatpants on, her hair was all messed up. I'm like, hey, let her go. And I said, let me get her groceries. And she's like, or she only had like $25 for this stuff, you know, snacks. And I'm like, and she goes, oh, but I also have stuff for my dog. She had a handful of dog bowl and dog treats. I'm like, I don't, yeah, get them. And she was so lit up by that. And that was like, that was in the summer. So I just kind of started this process. I was, and I'm like, that's why you do it. And I, I, one of my guests, Art DeLorenzo, that was on here um, a few months ago, he said, when you, a random acts of kindness or helping other people is the greatest sleep medication you could possibly have. When you help yes. somebody and you look in their eyes and you go to bed that night, you remember their face, that will put you to sleep and you will sleep more soundly than you ever have before. And I'm like, and it does, it works. It, it works, man. It works so well. And I, yeah, it, it's, it's, one of, it's one of the drivers right behind having a healthy brain too, you know, obviously the sleep portion, but just having a healthy brain, if you help people, you'll be that much more energized and healthy just as a human being. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, Derek Kinney, I mentioned earlier, he has a book called Good Money Revolution, which was the best book I've ever read on money because his, his premise is good people should have more money so they can do better things for other people. That's kind of his premise. I'm like, what a great way to look at at money where you're not making money just to to make yourself wealthier and have more things, but you're also making money so you can make the world a better place and help other people. I mean, that's just that's good shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, B. I I just um so I became recently a board member actually for for our um school district. So it's a it's a um it's an elected position and it's if you don't get paid, obviously. But it and it, it, a lot of people say, man, why would you do something like that? You know, don't you have enough things to do? And and I said, well, I, I serving kids, there's never, I never am too busy to serve kids. How about that? You know, so now that, so that would be my three, four years so, when it comes to the mind <laughs> energized. Um, and, and let's, let's get into the little, the, the body section because. <laughs> I think there's some good job. You got anything for a cough? I just, <laughs> you just, you need the high look over there? I think I do. And I'm all alone. My dog's not even here to say me anymore. <clears throat> oh my God. No, I, I took a drink of my water and went down the wrong pipe. Woo. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got all choked up on you serving people and live the love in your heart, man. I love it. I love it so man. I'm going to recap those for everybody. So Gino's yes, three major, uh, uh, tools he uses to keep his mind energized is meditation and prayer, self-positive talk, and love in his heart. So those are great. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> you got me choked up, brother. <laughs> We're going to have a lot more of those choked up sessions here. <laughs> now, I want to know how the hell you get those, those, the six-pack abs. So let's talk about your body now. Yeah, let's do it. You know, man, so I I don't know where or why. I really started focusing on um, 
the body portion, but I think it, it stems back to when I was an athlete, you know, and just getting certain things from coaches, getting ideas, getting tips, and then just researching on my own as I, as I get older, because the things that you do as a kid or a younger person, obviously that they don't affect your body as much <laughs> as you get older. I'll be 44 next, uh, in two weeks. So oh, you're catching, I get any younger, brother. And, um, so the first thing that I like to look at, man, when I put food into my body is non-GMO food sources. So GMO, I don't know if you know, it stands for genetically modified organisms. And, and basically that's just saying food that's made in a lab, right? So, so just not trying not to put those types of foods, um, in my body just as much as possible. Um, and, and really trying not to put any unprocessed food if possible. So, and what's really difficult about that be is unprocessed food is really hard to come by. So that, that could be anywhere from canning to freezing food um stuff like that right that's that's processed food so how do you keep that from from not getting into your body um and then the big one man and this is another tough one and i'm not going to say these are easy um because it's really hard try try going to the store looking for non-gmo food sources non-unprocessed food and then this third one um staying away from soybean oil corn oil sunflower oil and canola canola oil um, those are hard brother. You, you go to the grocery store, a normal grocery store, uh, half the things in there are poison. So oh, it's, are. it is tough. Right. And I'm not saying it's easy. You know, we go to the store and my, my wife and I, we just laugh about stuff that, that we're like, oh, man, we'd really like to eat that, but what was in there, you know? So it just, it just doesn't make sense for us to put it in our body. So those are the, those are the four oils that i really try to stay away from so what were they were soybean corn canola and sunflower and was corn in there too yep okay. yep soybean oil um corn oil sunflower okay so canola. so you're good with like uh, <clears throat> uh avocado spray yeah uh, avocado spray is okay uh extra virgin olive, olive oil, oil is is probably the go-to yeah if you can if you can do the go-to that it would be the extra virgin olive oil yeah i've done i i have that that's what i use i don't really cook much i what i eat you know is a shit ton of of uh, fruit like my yeah. my may i mean literally i eat a bag of grapes every two days probably five oranges a day a couple grapefruits a couple apples and a banana every day and i eat a lot of tuna fish which i got to get away from that because i don't like the fact that there's mercury in the tuna fish yeah. um i eat chicken um and then I love my ice cream, man. <laughs> oh man! And, and I yeah. gotta, I gotta tell you this: my my cousin sent me a box of Christmas cookies. She does about every year. She's a lovely lady. I'm sure she's listening. Um, and she sent me a box of Christmas cookies, and I literally got it. I think the day before my dog died, and I was going to bring it home to everybody when I went to my mother's house uh, for Christmas when my kids were all there and everything. And after Chloe died, my son left the next day, and I'm like. Those cookies look pretty damn good. So I, I literally between Thursday and Sunday when I left to go to home for Christmas or Saturday, I ate all thirty cookies dunked in uh, almond milk. I drink almond milk, and I ate every single damn cookie. And they were the best Christmas cookies I've ever had. But man, so there are times that I do what you do a lot. I'm a very fin finicky eater. But then when I go off, I'll go way off like that. I'll eat thirty cookies in two days, or I'll eat like twelve 
Reese cups in a day. <laughs> and then I'd brother, it just, they're human, man. I know, but I, we do. I know, but I'm 57 you know? and to it next month. I got to make sure I, I got to, I got to tighten it up a little bit more. Man, you don't want to put carbs near me. I, I'm telling you. So <laughs> a, a whole, uh, an extra large pizza, I will, I will crush that in the matter of 15 minutes without even blinking. Yeah. It, my family are, they're just like, you are such a hog. And, and I am, I, I just, I can't, I can't explain how much food I consume, but when it comes to, you know, believe me, when it comes to pasta or pizza, um, you know, carbs like that, brother, I will tear that dude up. Oh, I try not to. Oh, dude. You, when I, you put a pizza in front of me, keep your fingers away from my face. Cause I'm like a rabbit damn dog, man. I will, I, I, I'll take three or four. I, I, I could eat pizza. I don't get full. I feel like yes. I'm, then, I, then I when I finally feel like I'm full, I'm actually sick to my stomach. I've eaten I've eaten so much pizza. Pizza's my go-to. Oh, I love crazy. pizza. I love Me pizza. But it, it was funny. My my daughter had a sleepover about a month ago. <laughs> you know, I like to I like to be a goofball sometimes. And so her 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 friends are sitting in the kitchen and we have pizza. And you know, I was trying my hardest to stay away from it. My wife's like, you know, you want some, and I'm like, all right, I just got to do it. So I. I the girls were all watching. I said, girls, you ever seen how to truly eat pizza? Like, do you know how to eat pizza for real? And they're like, no, I don't. So I show them, you fold that sucker in half and you literally take the biggest bite and then one more and that's, it's two bites and the slice is gone. And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, then my my daughter, right? She she knows me so well. She's like, "That's my pops, man. Like pops, that's my pops." <laughs> you, you know what? Do you know what helps me with eating better? And this is a good tool for a lot of people. Is if you have the opportunity, I shop at Walmart, but I don't go into Walmart. I do the online, and then yeah. I go. They 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 either deliver it. They used to deliver it. Now I just go pick it up. It's a couple miles away, but. And then I go on there and it just says your items. And I click, yep, yep, yep. And I don't ever have the, I don't, and when I do go in, I go, I circle the outside of every store because that's where your vegetables, your fruit, your produce, and your meat are. Right. If you go in the inner aisles, that's where you got your potato chips and all your crap, you know, your Twinkies and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't even go buy that stuff because if I'm hungry and I go buy it, I'm getting it. But now I don't even, I barely ever go into a store. I just, I order online. I go there, they call them, they come out, put it in my Jeep and off I go. And that saves yep. me a shit ton of, of uh, carbs and sugar and processed foods and the GMOs. I don't, I don't get it because I don't. It's never in my cart on on my yeah. app. So, so that's a yeah, good one, man. I, I, I think you're right. You know, another thing, another uh, idea for you, be I've I've recently started adding in, you know, shopping at different types of of uh, manufacturers. So. You know, we love beef jerky. So if you can find a non-GMO, very healthy, um, you know, high in protein beef jerky that's kind of off the market, you know, off the shelf type of thing, you know, let's go to their website and buy that instead of buying that at King Supers or, you know, we have King Supers here. I think you guys have, uh, what is it, Smith's or uh, Meyer? We have Meyer here. Yeah, and Michigan, yeah, Meyer. Meyer. Yeah. So we'll, you know, I'll just, I'll buy stuff off, offline of people that I trust, um, and, and start doing it that way. It's a little more pricey that way for sure. But how I look at it be is you're going to pay for it no matter what you <laughs> have to pay for it in food, right? Like you, you pay for it now or you pay for it when you're retired with your medical bills. Right, right on. I couldn't agree more. You know what the best thing to do? Shoot your own damn food. 
Oh man! Heck yeah. <laughs> my uh, Heck my yeah. my son Dawson shot a buck this fall. Uh, yeah, on my daughter's property, shot a nice little buck, and uh, we he well, I wasn't there. I was I was I don't even know if I was in the. I think I was traveling, but he uh, he my he brought it in, and my he gutted it, and then my son in law skinned it and processed it all right at their house. So wow. we've had hamburgers. He's got back straps, and everything's right there. You know, there's nothing in it that we don't want. There's no chemicals, no GMOs. There's nothing in it. It's just come. It came right from the from it was it was in the swamp one day, and the next day it was on the table. And yep. uh, hamburger, and it was my son-in-law made the best hamburger I've ever had, uh, best burger I've ever tasted in my life with that. And I know what he put in it. He he would grind he oh, would grind it right in front of me. So so that I, I so non-GMO foods, pro, unprocessed, no process. That's my base, right? So I, I forgot to say that. So that, so the fuel for the body that's going to be the base. So non-GMO, um, unprocessed food as much as possible, and then sticking to extra virgin olive oil. You can't. Okay. So that's that's going to be my base. So now we'll get into the three things here. So morning routine, man. I, that is my go-to. No matter where I'm at, be if I'm, I have to travel to Germany for my job um, every every once in a while. I've been to the UK. I've been to South America. So even when I go to these places, um, I still have my morning routine intact. And and what that what that consists of is I wake my internal alarm goes off anywhere between five twenty and five thirty a.m. every morning. Man, I, I don't even have to set an alarm. It just goes off. So I wake up at that time, no matter where I'm at. Okay. Um, even man, even if I go to bed late, which isn't very often, but there is the occasion where hey, it's new year's Eve. You want to stay up till midnight to watch the new year come in. You know, you go to bed at midnight or whatever. I still wake up at five 30. It's just how it is. You know what I was doing at midnight this uh, new year's Eve? <laughs> what were you doing? I was swimming in an ice cold lake. Hey, look at you! I sw- I did three. So that day, on New Year's Eve, I did I did tweet uh, two cold plunges, two cold swims in Michigan, and my in uh, Lake Algonquin, Algonquin Lake, I guess wow. it's called. And then um, I told my buddy, I said, I'm going to do one at midnight this year. That's my celebration. Well, I ended up falling asleep. He woke. He came over and woke me up. I think I I don't. He and his wife were up. He woke up. Hey, you said you're going to do that plunge. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> So I literally got up at midnight, yes. threw my wet shorts on, put a put a towel on or a jacket, walked down. He sat there. He recorded me. I walked in. I did a plunge, and it was cold as you could possibly imagine. So anyway, that was what I was doing at awesome. midnight this year, doing a cold plunge. For you to be, you know, do you have any photos from that? You know, maybe maybe you could send me. A, I'll, and, I'll send you one when we get off the <laughs> off the recording. I'll, I'll send you one. I've got a couple pictures from that. My, my one of our our good friends, you know, you and my friend um, John Live, he sent me a video of him. Uh, and man, when I need a good laugh, I look at this video because his son was taping him, and they have a they have a lake house that's way up uh, in the U. I'm sorry, in Canada. It's in Canada, actually. yeah. Canada. Yeah. Uh, and he jumps off the rock, and uh, I can't remember the temperature of the water, but it was cold, and he let out a woo, you know, and that I just. Every time I need a good laugh, I watch old Johnny live jump into that lake. It's it, it pleases me very much. So you'll have to get you'll have to give me a copy of that video because I got I, I got to shoot him a text here today. I had that in my my yeah. my mind to shoot give him a, give him a text here quickly. So I love okay. it. so you get up at five twenty five thirty. Your routine. Yep. I wake up, man. I do my workout. Okay. 
um, before I do my workout, I, I fill up a nice glass of water. I, I, I pound that sucker. Um, because when you sleep and you lose so much, um, fluids in your body, you know, you're typically dehydrated a little bit when you wake up. So I, I slam some water. I do my workout. My, my workout consists of, uh, it just depends on the day. So, uh, one day I'll break it down to, I, I always do core. So I think it's for me personally, it's really important to keep my core strength, um, just because I, I still do. I mean, I, I told you I help teach my daughter her back and spring. So I got to have a strong core. Um, so I do core every day and then I break it down for muscle group, but I don't do heavyweight. I, I, I stopped heavyweight altogether. Um, so I'll do like chest one day, um, biceps and shoulders the next, and then triceps. And then I mix it in there. I sprinkle in the legs portion too. Um, and my workout, I mean, this is a, this is a six day a week. Uh, routine. So I, I don't, I skip one day when it comes to working out. Um, and the only reason I do that is because I promised my wife that uh, I will bring her coffee in bed and we'll sit there on Sundays and chill and talk. So, <laughs> so you're a good man. Yep. So it's one day out of the week that I don't do it. So I get my workout in after the, the, the water. And then um, that's when I would do um, my breath work in between the sets when I'm working out. So breath work, so I could go into breath work like you wouldn't believe, but, um, are, are you familiar when I say breath work? Oh yeah. Are you familiar yeah. with that? Okay. I'm not okay. sure everybody in the audience is though. So you want to give okay. a little. Yeah. I mean, I guess the simple way of describing my breath work is I inhale, um, very aggressively. Uh, 30 times. So it's it literally like, if you could see me, my diaphragm is going up, right? Um, if you, if you, if you think of like your belly button, act like you're, you're pulling your belly button in and you're pushing your rib cage up. So you're, you're breathing in really deep as if like, that's the first breath you've ever taken after you've been underwater for two minutes. Okay. You feel me so far? Yep. 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 So I do 30 of those three sets in between sets of my workout. Now you're not, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be in it. You're not going to be able to do 30 reps, three sets right away. You might be able to do five reps of 30 of three sets. Um, but it takes a while to work yourself up to 30. Now I do want to give your audience a heads up. So when you're doing this, um, their last breath, okay. The last, the last inhale, very aggressively, very, very, you know, deep breath, you're going to hold that sucker. And when you hold it, you're going to think about something else besides holding your breath. Cause that's where our human brain wants to go. It wants to go into fight or flight mode. Like what's the problem and how do I fix it? Well, the problem is you're holding your breath. How do I fix it? I'm going to breathe. So that's the last thing you're going to think about. What I want you to think about on that last breath. And believe me, when you do 30 reps, it's pretty intense. So you're going to hold it as long as you can, and you're going to just focus on anything. Maybe it's the car outside that drove by your house. Uh, you're going to focus on that car. Maybe it's a bird chirping. Um, you know, maybe it's a creek in your house, whatever it is, dude, focus on something completely different besides letting that breath out. Now you're going to feel lightheaded and your fingertips may go numb. Your toes might go numb, but that's, it's all part of the process. And then you're going to slowly let it out, dude. And that teaches your body. You're you're going to feel amazing after you do that, by the way. 
because you just went from the most uncomfortable state of mind to the most comfortable. You feel me? Yeah. Now, do you do that before you work out? I do it during my workout. So let's say it's chest day. So I, I, I get in two reps or I mean two sets and then I, I prepare myself for 30 reps of breath work. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Right. Self-talk. Here we go. Positive self-talk, man. You got this. And then I get to it and it's amazing what it will do. But, but I, I highly recommend don't, don't try to go 30 on your first time. Maybe go five reps okay, or something like that. Yeah. And then work your way up. Right. But, but. Start start small and work your way big. Love it. Yeah. So then, so then after my workout, though, that's when I would do my head down time, my prayer time, and then, man, here comes the craziness, right? And so <laughs> later on in the day, it's got to be in the morning, though, because I, I want to try to make my body uncomfortable. So I go outside, I take off my shirt, and it's cold as balls outside. And the sun is shining on my on my chest, and I get that light exposure, brother. I get that light exposure to my body and just soak up the vitamin D. Now, I, I live in a spot where we do, I mean, we have 300 days of sunlight. Right? Yeah, where do you, Denver, Denver, where, you where you live, you know? Yeah, so born and raised in Denver, Colorado. Um, actually, right now, it's 65 degrees out, and I don't think I see a single cloud in the sky. So, so it is kind of Kool-Aid, right? You know, it's it's a little easier for me to do that than, than you know, people that live in the UP or Michigan or something like that, the Midwest, where it's, it's you don't get the sunlight like that. But, man, if you can get light exposure like that, um, it's amazing what it'll do. And, and, you know, people will be like, oh, man, it's so cold outside or, oh. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's raining. You know what? We're going to survive. If we can go outside for 15 minutes and make this happen, I promise you're going to, you're not going to die. You're you're going to be okay. Here's the thing, you know, we don't have that. You're right. But we do have things. I call them happy lamps. You can buy those sun. uh, I have one right in front of me on my desk, literally right now. I bought one for my mother, my daughter, and my son for Christmas, like three years ago. And I was at my mom's a month or so ago. And I said, mom, do you ever use this? She goes, no, I don't really use that. Mm -hmm. She said, take it. So I took it and I've been using it this week. 20 minutes, I, I sit at my yeah. desk, I turn it on for 20 minutes while I'm doing paperwork or talking to a client and 20 minutes later it's off and I, you know, I haven't seen the benefit yet. It's only been a few days, but, um, I know they work cause I did the research before I bought these ones. They're like $35. You just get on and put, I, I don't know what they're called. I call them a happy lamp. Yeah, man. They make, they make different types of mats that you can lay yeah, on that yeah. gives you the, the UVs like that. Um, I mean, if you really want to get jiggy with it, you can get a, you can get a bed that you can lay in, but they're crazy expensive. But man, if if you can get sunlight exposure, you know, the, the natural sunlight, it does wonders. It really does. Well, so, like two weeks ago, I did the infrared, uh, 45 minutes yeah. in an infrared booth and it got, it was a, yep. it was kind of a sauna infrared booth. It got up to 120, I think in there slowly, but it was all the different colors of the sun. It was infrared. I was sweating my ass off when I was in there, but it was, yeah. it was, I walked out of there and I'm like, I just started guzzling water and I felt so relaxed. Infrared is amazing. Oh yeah. It can, it can fix a lot of things. It really can. And you know, I, if I don't have an infrared um, system yet, but I will be getting one here real soon because um, just for simple aches and pains or, or whatever, it's, it's really good for stuff like that. I want my next place to have a sauna, infrared, and a cold plunge. Yeah. 
You, you know what my buddy did? I know I know you have a, a high, hard stop here in a little bit, but my buddy did it. He's from he's from Sweden or from Finland. Pardon me. Okay. His name is Sami. Yeah. And I was at his house da- the night of Dawson's graduation party two, three, it'll be three years ago now um, in June. We went over to his house after the party and he was my neighbor, good friend of mine. He goes, hey, come in and jump in my plunge with me. So I go in his garage. He had a chest freezer. He bought like a used one. It was all rusty on the outside. You know, a chest freezer, like the kind you put yeah. food in. And he filled it with yeah. water and he keeps it at 34 degrees. Love that. And you plunge in there. He goes, in Finland, first time you go in here and can stay for a minute, you are a god. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I could do a minute. That's not a, so I jumped in there and I was in, I was <laughs> hyperventilating. He's, he's like, hey, calm down, calm down. So I did like a minute and three seconds. And I, after a minute and three, I jumped out. He jumped in there and sat for three minutes. It was like he was sitting in a, in a, lo- in a lazy boy chair. And, and that's so good for your body. It's amazing for your body. And, th- and that would be my number two, actually, is the cold plunge. So you're right. You can, you can, people are like, oh man, I can't invest two grand in, in a cold plunge machine or whatever. You don't have to go fill up your bathtub full of cold water and rock and roll, right? Or, or even just take a cold shower. shower. Um, after you take a warm shower, it does amazing things to your body and, 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 and to your mind. And because here's the thing, B. Um, this is what I, I firmly believe. I feel like, you know, as you get older, as you make more money, you you pursue comfortable things, right? Like, right. like think about your bed. Think about the bed that you had in college versus the bed that you have now, right? Because you, you, now you can afford to pay for a nice bed. Well, when you go to a hotel room now, you sleep in their bed and, and you don't sleep very well because you're so used to your comfortable bed. So if you're constantly looking for ways to make comfort out of your life, you're going to get old quickly. Very quickly. You're going to get really soft. You're going to get really old very quickly. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm I'm fully admit. Man, I do the same thing. I'm not as hard as I used to be, but I try to do things like a cold plunge or a cold shower, things that I hate to do. Go out in the, go out in the cold and take my shirt off. Like I, I don't like to do that, but I try to do that so that I don't get old. I don't get fragile. I agree. I take a cold shower every day. I, I do this what you said. I do the regular shower and then I rinse off with ice cold water. I take it as cold as I can get wherever I am at, wherever it's cold as it will go. And then I stay there for, you know, two, three minutes. And it, after a while, I go on my face and head first because when you get your face and head cold first, then the rest of your body can acclimate more effectively. And yeah. uh, I do that. And then I rinse my body off and I put it on my shoulder and my neck and I go back to my face. And uh, what I've heard, and, and I've heard people who are much older who have been doing this for years, it keeps the wrinkles off you and it keeps your skin thicker. Your skin does not get that thin. You know, when you get older, you get those, the, your skin gets much thinner. So anyway. Yep. Yep. So 100%. yeah, you don't have to have a cold plunge or a lake around you folks. You can just take your cold, t- take a shower. Then when you're done, start off with 15 seconds of cold and then go to 20, then 25 until you can get to two or three minutes of cold shower on you. It's not that bad, actually. When you get done, you feel like a million bucks. You do, man. And I don't know about you, but my joints feel good. Yeah. For an eat out of that. And some people, which if you really wanted to do it right, probably you would do that before you work out. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't. I, it just... I just don't like it a lot. It just it just doesn't connect with me. I I I don't want to. I want to push myself to do something uncomfortable, but not to the point where I I dread doing it. You know what I mean? Um, so 
a lot of people will do the cold plunge before they work out and then they naturally heat their body up and that's really good for you. Um, but I typically do, I, I, I do it the cheater way and I do it after. Yeah. I did a cold plunge. Uh, I was out in Park City, Utah, three, two years ago, right now, like February of last of two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I did. Uh, we did a spa day, and I chose my. We went off. We did a couple's massage, then I went off on my own and did an hour of hot tub. I'm sorry, sauna, cold plunge, sauna. Cold, you'd wait. I think it was three or five minutes. Then you go from you do five minutes in the cold water. And then you go, wait five minutes, do five minutes in the sauna, wait five minutes, go. And it was like, you just submerge yourself right up to your neck in this, I think it was like 38 degree water. And I got wow. done with that. And I went, we went and had pizza and a beer and I felt like I was stoned out of my mind. I was so happy, so relaxed. I'm like, this is the greatest feeling in the world. I could do this every day, but it was uncomfortable. I mean, getting that cold water after you've been in the sauna, it was really cold. It was, it was pretty intense, but. It, it, it is, man. It is, but it, it works. And it man, if, if, if your, if your audience could do one thing, I would say just try it and, and try it for 30 days and see what you think. And That's again, it. yeah. And folks don't do two or three minutes. If you do it, do 15 seconds. Then the next day yeah. to 18, just go up every day till you're to the point where you could act. I hate it every day. I hate every day when I go from hot to cold in that shower, but after five or six seconds, I don't even, it, you're, you're fine. Um, you are, you, but it's, it makes the, I mean, I got done today. I took a later shower today cause I, I had a lot of appointments early this morning. I had seven coaching sessions starting really early this morning and I took my shower in the afternoon and I, then I ran to the store and then I came back to do the podcast and uh, I was driving the store going, I feel like a million dollars right now. And it was because I just took that cold shower. You know, oh, I yeah. just got out and you, you feel energized. So I don't mean oh, to interrupt man. you, but so, no, no, that's great. I love hearing that be So that, that would be my second one. My brother would be, would be the cold plunge. And then um, the, the third one, which some of your audience might already be doing this, they just don't know, is between anywhere between a 14 and 16 hour intermediate fast every single day. I, I do that on a daily basis, even my off days. And it's not that hard, man. You might, it might seem like, hey, that's a long time. But think about it. If you eat dinner, let's just say you eat dinner at five o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Well, 14 hours um, ahead, it's going to be 7 a.m., right? So s- between 7 and 9 a.m., that's when you would eat breakfast. Okay. And you finished your dinner at 5 p.m. And, and I mean nothing, right? Like you could put water in your body, but try not to put anything. And it's it's amazing what what your body will do. So so here's what happens really. Why 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 do this, right? So when you put food in your body, okay, the food contains glucose, which is basically fuel that feeds your cells. Okay. Mm-hmm. You following me? Yeah. Well, that glucose also feeds what what's called zombie cell, cells. And what zombie cells are, are just the old damaged, um, those lingering cells that really don't give you any useful life anymore. And the reason why those are bad is because the zombie cells actually release toxins that um, can speed up your aging process. Um, it can promote onset um, arthritis. It can promote cancer, um, dementia, a, a lot of things, right? So there's there's the two different cells, the good cells and the zombie cells um, that you're feeding. So when you when you fast, 
you actually cut off the supply of glucose, right? That's feeding the cells and it's starving those zombie cells. You following me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it destroys the, all their powers. Okay. Plus with your, with your good cells, the, inside those good cells, sometimes there's normal wear and tear on those. It repairs the wear and tear as you starve your body with that glucose. Now it's not damaging anything because um, when, when you actually eat food, your body will store uh, fat, basically. It'll store fat in your organs. Um, and so when food is scarce, that fat is basically set to your liver and it's turned into alternative fuel sources, which is called ketone. Okay. And so you're you're gonna survive. You're you might be hungry, but you're gonna survive, but it's killing all those zombie cells. Okay. And so it's it's promoting really good things on your body. And trust me, man, like 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 I said before, if you just try this for 30 days, yeah, you know what? Maybe the first week you do this, first two weeks. You might be a little hangry at first. If you're one of those people that get hangry, that's okay. You know, fight that off a little bit. But man, you might get so used to it that, that it's not even hard at all. For me, I don't even think about it. If it doesn't even cross my mind. Sweet dinner at 5, 5.30. And it's so easy for me not to eat till 9 the next morning. It's, it's, it's very, very easy. Would you include coffee in that, Gino? You know what? Technically, yes, you would. Um, so that that would be my break. Is yeah. So right about seven seven thirty, I do have a cup of coffee. Okay, so that's not um, you wouldn't consider like putting a food in your body. You know, technically, you would be breaking your fast if you're doing that. But I don't put anything in my coffee. It's completely black, so it's it's probably pretty close to not breaking your your fast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I typically it's it, it's anything except water. So you could put you don't put anything in your body but water. So I so I kind of do. I I don't eat. I eat usually about four o'clock. I have a I eat something light at four o'clock. Then I eat. I don't eat breakfast till usually around nine or ten. But I always make my co- I drink my water in the morning. Then I drink my coffee. Um. And but I put collagen protein in my coffee. I wonder what that would be. Maybe I should wait till later to do the collagen protein. Yeah, so that that te- that's technically breaking your fast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, you know, know. Um, but but you know what? Try it without. Just just see if you can last at least until like seven thirty. Let's just say. Yeah. Especially if you're eating dinner at four. I mean, that's that's fifteen hours right there, isn't it? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen hours. Yeah, and so um, yeah. So if you can wait till like seven, brother, to to do that, I think. I, I mean, you're you're probably okay to start eating and drinking whatever you want at that time. I'm never even hungry till like nine or ten at, in the after in the morning. I'm not. I don't even get hungry till then. I, uh, yeah. I my first thing is I eat is a banana. That's the first thing I normally eat when I do eat is a banana. And then I have a little lunch around eleven. That's why you look the way you look, my brother. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen me lately, brother. Uh, I've had a lot of ice cream this. I had a lot of ice cream this winter. Those, thir- oh, those, those 30 cookies are really catching up to me now. They didn't catch up to me right away. I looked in the mirror the next day. I said, I still look good. Eh. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, though, because you do have to have a cheat, too. Honest, like, I might sound like I'm, I'm real hard right now, but but honestly, uh, food is my is my... <laughs> 
is my vice. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'll have a beer whenever it doesn't really, um, I don't really crave alcohol, but when it comes to like, if it's a chocolate, you know, whatever, oh man, come on, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard not to say yes to that. So I do have my cheat days and, and, um, but man, this 14 to 16 hour fast is no joke. It, it's going to change the way you feel, the way you look. Um, it, it's going to change the whole aging process. It, it's amazing what it does to your body. I like that. You know, one of the things you talked about in our last podcast that I think about you every single time I do cardio is that you get your heart rate up to 150 for about 15 minutes a day for yep. three or four days a week. Yep. And so whenever I'm rowing, running, or hiking, and hiking's tough, unless I have my rucksack, my rock bag on, and then that's a little easier to get my heart rate up to 150. But when I'm rowing, I'm always like, because I look at my my Apple Watch, I'm 138. You got to get up to 150. Then mm-hmm. I think of you literally every time I do cardio. That it's damn Gino made me get my heart rate to 150. I'm like, it's at 149. I got to go a little harder to get to 150. And and I never keep it up for unless I'm running, it'll stay up there for you know 20, 25 minutes. But you know, ro- rowing it's hard to get it up to 150 for an extended period of time. And so is when you're hike. It's just you get it up there if I run hills with my rucksack on, but then it goes back down to like 135 for the rest of the hike, you know. But I, I the gist of what you were saying stuck with me. It's it's amazing. And I, you know, I I include that as part of my workout, right? So if I really win it into detail with my workout, I would have went through that portion of it. But here's, it's, it's, it's actually pretty for me to get my heart rate up that high that many times a week for that long a period of time, because I still play basketball actively. Yeah. Um, and basketball is an endurance sport. It really is, especially when you play with good players like my son, you know, I, if I got, I'm going to keep up with him and really challenge him. I got to push myself and, like sometimes I'll push myself to where I'm seeing dots everywhere, right? And I'm like, oh, geez, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but it's it's worth it because I feel great afterward, just not during the time, you know. Right? No, I get that. I I'm like that a lot of times. But um, well, hey, I know I know you have a hard a hard stop here in a few minutes. So, is there any final thought you want to leave with the audience? I mean, you've given. I was. I, I want to just oh, let's let's recap the th- the three things you do to keep your your body energized. No GMO foods. Keep away from unprocessed foods. Um, try to stick with uh, extra virgin olive oil. Um, cold plunges or cold showers, folks. I, I can attest to that one. It's so powerful. And then try to you know fourteen to sixteen hour intermediate fast every day. Eat at five. Try not to eat again till you know nine o'clock in the morning, eight or nine in the morning. Um, so those are your three body things. Any final thoughts at all? You know, B, I'll, I'll go back to when I, what I said in episode 25, when you were so gracious to have me on, on that episode. And, and in that episode, I said the human brain can accomplish just about anything, right? How many times have you heard the story of the little old lady who moves a car off of a, off of a pregnant woman? Because, you know, her brain told her I can move this car, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. It's very true. We, we have these powers to do crazy things with our bodies and our minds. And so if there's anything in this list, you know, I said this at the beginning of, of the podcast, if I could give, if, if you could take one or two of these items that I gave you, not all, I don't expect you to, put, to implement all of these, but if you could implement one or two of these things and really put your brain power behind it, I, 
promise, man, you are going to change and you're going to want even more. And that's, that's how I started, right? I did one thing that I went to the next and the next, and now I'm just, now I'm way out of control with stuff. <laughs> just the thing that I put myself through, but I do it because I enjoy it to a certain extent, right? I, I like how I like the results. Right. I love yeah. the results. <laughs> well, you are very strong as a human being. We were made to be strong and to do hard things, period. I agree. We were not made to sit around watching Netflix and eating Cheetos. Nah, not at all. No, no, I mean, not at all, my brother. And and I hope that that somebody in your audience can can do that. And maybe they write you back and say, you know what, Brian, you're right. This has changed my life. I would love to hear that story. Uh, yeah, I want to ask everybody, please, whoever tries one or more of these things, please shoot me a text, an email, send me a card or a letter. I don't care how the hell you get a hold of me. Let us know how it's working for you. Because I, I, I can guarantee I do, I don't know, five of these things, I guess, on a consistent basis. I mean, I do them all, but not as well, not as consistent as Gino, Gino does. Uh, and they have made a dramatic difference in my body and, and mostly my mind. Um, and that's where I notice it most because your body affects your mind and your mind affects your body. So um, these are kind of, they interplay so well together. Brother, I hope you know how much man. I love you. Brother, I love you so much, man. <laughs> You are the man. man. I am so honored, humbled, and blessed to be here. Thank you for making me a part of, uh, what, what is it, 112, you said? This is episode 112, yes. 112. And, uh, man, I hope I hope I, I, I did you justice. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to our next conversation, my brother. You rocked it. You rocked it, brother. Awesome. I awesome. love you, man. Love you, man. Have a great day, brother. You too. Get out there and do your thing, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll shoot you a talk. Right. I'll see you a call tomorrow. All right, brother. See you, brother. Awesome. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everyone. Hey, that was Gino Lechuga, a good friend of mine. Thank you for for tuning in again today. Uh, we will be back again in a week with more amazing guests like Gino. But I'm going to recommend please get out there and try some of these things. I can attest these things work, and they don't cost any money. I, I mean, I know if you. Avoid kind of the processed food thing. You might pay a little more money for fruits and vegetables, but it's negligible. It really is. And honestly, those types of foods fill you up more. The, the quality, high quality foods fill you up more so you don't eat as much anyway. So in the end run, it's probably about the same amount of money. Everything else is free. Do it. Change your life. It's the beginning of 2024. Let's make this, this the best damn year you've had yet. I love you all and I appreciate you all. Please get out there and strive, love, and live.